Hello everybody, welcome to the Wisdom Circle Manifesto Women of Legacy. Today we have the amazing Chelsea. She is a feminine energetic manifestation coach and she focuses on relationships and communication and connection and passion and fire. And if you are a woman that is looking to understand the polarities and the masculine and feminine energies within your own life and your own relationships and the dynamics of this this is the episode for you this is the conversation you should be tapping into feeling into and unlocking into while chelsea unlocks some of her philosophies and her teachings as she walks her own clients through when understanding how to navigate dynamics with your partner regardless of gender regardless of anything just understanding the dynamics of feminine and masculine energy and creating communication and, and lust and fire and passion and, and the oof we all crave for that desire. And I think this is pertinent, this is powerful, this is important for people and women are, well, this podcast is mostly for women, so for women that are looking for that spark in their life. And the dynamics i'm sure chelsea would give us amazing nuggets and pieces to give some mm, into our sex life into our personal life into our day-to-day life into all facets chelsea would you like to introduce yourself and take it away and indulge the audience with the juiciness that you're about to give with passion and polarity Yes. Hi. First of all, thank you so much for having me. I so appreciate this opportunity to connect with your people. And uh, so, as uh, as you said, I'm Chelsea Jarvis. I'm a feminine magnetism coach. I um, I love playing in the playground of talking about masculine and feminine energy. And as you said, I do focus a lot on relationships. But what my uh, what my people know about me once they start following me for a while is that I relate literally everything in life back to romantic relationships because the way that we manifest, the way that we experience money, the way that we experience business and clients, the way that we experience almost anything, even our relationship with ourselves, it becomes so easy to understand where we're out of alignment with what we want when I put it in the context of a relationship with a partner. And so I have such deep passion for these kinds of conversations, these kinds of relationships um, that last, where the passion doesn't just fizzle out, where it lasts for decades, where it's, it gets to be better and better and better. So I'm really excited to help your people um, tap into that for themselves and explore this whole new world for those of them who it's new to. I love, I love that, that you talk about like having relationships for like years and years and really bringing it for a long lasting experience. I'm sure Mm -hmm. that, I'm sure that the women that are listening to this, some of them may be very business focused and very much into their careers or they're having a different array or very happy with their marriages or their relationships, but having that added resources and tools is always so awakening and it always adds to the flavor and the palette and the tools that they have to use in their communications and their relationships. So I wanted to touch upon and bring attention to the conversation of you saying that you believe 
manifestation, money, and career success relates to the relationships that we have, and specifically the intimate ones. How exactly do you navigate that with your audience, and what can you bring to the table now? Yeah, so an example, um, something that I teach, I have I have a feminine attraction and manifestation program coming up, and one of the core things that I teach in this program is when we think of compatibility with our desires a lot of the times we think well I want this I want let's let's say you know your audience is mostly women in business so let's say clients let's say I want more clients okay so we want more clients but are you compatible with more clients and the examples that I always bring people back to is relationships because we can we can grasp that more easily so when we say that I want I want to manifest more clients okay so if you in in order to be an energetic match for more clients who do you need to be you need to be energetically compatible so um in terms of bringing the examples to relationships it's if I want this kind of partner, who do I need to be? I need to be someone who can, um, who's emotionally mature enough to handle it when it gets hard. Mm-hmm. I need to be um, someone who trusts my partner. I need mm-hmm. to respect my partner. I need to, um, you know, there's a set of criteria that we need to sort of meet in order to be compatible with a romantic partner. And we can all sort of logically understand that but then when it comes to manifesting clients we tend to spin our spin our wheels a lot because we forget that there's we there's a certain set of criteria that we need to be in order to manifest the kind of clients that we desire so in terms of manifesting more clients well who do i need to be in order to be the one that my client is manifesting Mm -hmm. so you know, if, if my dream client is is on her end, manifesting a coach, saying like, I am looking for a coach who is going to activate something in me, who's going to lead me from her power, who's going to see the best in me, who's going to, you know, want to see me fly, who's going to see my power. You ha- We have to ask ourselves, am I compatible with that? And the the harsh truth is a lot of entrepreneurs are not a lot of um, a lot of women coaches I see mothering their clients like constantly checking in on them not believing in their own power not believing in their clients power um, not trusting in their clients to do things in their own timing Um, not even seeing their clients power at all in the sense that we kind of baby them And there's a difference between having compassion and holding space for our clients and babying them and not, and, you know, kind of trying to do too much for them, trying to over deliver. And I know for me as a powerful business owner, I have no interest in in hiring a coach who doesn't see my power, (laughs) who -hmm. thinks that I'm some, you know, little baby bird who, who can't handle herself. Mm -hmm. I want someone who uh, who is available if I if I have something that I need to check in on 
but I don't want a coach who doesn't see my power, who thinks that my power comes from her, who, who wants clients who need her and make her ego feel needed. So mm-hmm. a lot of the time we're asking for, I want amazing dream clients, but we're not actually energetically compatible with the clients we want. And then we wonder why we're not getting any. So my question is, how does energetics and emotional intelligence relate to each other? Because I know prior, just jumping on, we were talking a little bit about your your role with emotional intelligence and how you use it in your your processes and in your your teachings. So yeah, relate- great question. So yeah. emotional intelligence is basically the ability to stay true to yourself despite whatever you're feeling in the moment. So let's say. Um, let me think of an example from my own life. Okay. I had a client one time who I had been working with her for a while and she was considering signing up with me again. And then she messaged me and said, you know, I feel disappointed actually, because I feel I didn't get the results that I wanted. And so, of course, emotionally, <laughs> my my emotions went wild with that. But emotional intelligence was putting the phone down, processing everything on my end, and looking at from you know from being on the other side of the emotions, like having having processed all of the ego triggers and oh my god, this means I'm a terrible coach and blah blah blah. And being on the other side of it and saying, okay, where do I need to take responsibility and what's next? And mm-hmm. acting in alignment with the with my soul, with my power. And we ended up having an amazing conversation that elevated both of us. And we are still working together now and it, it has made me a better coach. It made her a better client. And that conversation that we had ended up completely impacting everybody else that I serve in my business in a positive way. So the emotional intelligence was my ability to witness all of the emotions that came up when she told me that. And she was not rude about it at all. She was very genuine and honest, but she was looking out for her investments. She wanted to be sure that she was putting her money where it would count. And (laughs) so my ability to hold my own emotions without blaming her and saying, well, you could have done this and you could have done that, not lashing out at her at all, but being able to process everything on my side and then getting back to her and saying, okay, so here's, here's what I'm hearing. Here's what I think that I could have done better and what I would love to do better. Here's what I propose and having a conversation about it from a very, very calm and grounded place. But we can't have a calm and grounded conversation without emotional intelligence. Mm. So this is kind of like the allusion, the connection between communication and emotional intelligence, and that being like the physical manifestation of the energetics that we focus on, we spend time into. So yeah, how, yeah, so how would you kind of allude, um, like, if it's not evident for the listeners and everybody else, I wanted you to kind of pinpoint and kind of stay focused on to the communication aspects i know you spoke about that as well tying into the melody and the soup of what you teach and you provide so how does the communication even though it's kind of obvious <laughs> how it's related <laughs> if you well you know you think it's obvious but at the same time it's really not 
Um, yeah. Communication is sort of the the top layer of what I teach. Um, mm. It's it, you know in my offers it tends to be the last piece that I teach because without the connection to yourself, the connection to your heart, without the emotional intelligence, most people misuse communication. Mm. Most people, um, they think they're communicating, <laughs> but they're using their words like knives. Yes. And so communication actually comes quite naturally once you, once you really nail the emotional intelligence part, once you are connected with who you are as a soul, it becomes a lot easier to find the right words that are going to not inflame a situation, but that are going to bring love to a situation, um, mm. even when that's really difficult. And some of my biggest communication challenges of my entire life were in the months following my divorce. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, I divorced or I separated from my husband in 2019. Mm -hmm. And it was in that situation where I really mastered my emotional intelligence and communication because I broke his heart. He was quite naturally very reactive and mm -hmm. upset and angry and had a lot of emotions he didn't know what to do with. Mm -hmm. And I had to learn how to be in my power anyway and respond to him from a powerful loving place rather than the ego <laughs> that yeah. I sometimes wanted to respond from. So in my programs, especially my relationship programs, but I have a an actual communication program coming out later this year. Um, it's just learning how to process your emotions outside of the conversation, knowing when to knowing when to hit pause on the conversation even when your ego wants to get the last word in, even when you want to make them feel bad about how they behaved or for making you feel bad, having the emotional intelligence to hit the pause button on the conversation in a way that respects the other person, even if, the, even if you're mad at them, even yeah. if you think they did something wrong, even if you know they did something wrong, mm -hmm. but being willing to ask yourself, if my relationship was at stake here, <laughs> is it worth taking a minute to collect my thoughts? And, you know, my parents, they've, or rather my mom and my stepdad, but he's basically my dad as well. Mm -hmm. They've been married for over 30 years and they have a fantastic relationship that they really, I'll just say they earned it. <laughs> because yeah. it was, it was not always easy the whole way through. They didn't have the tools and the skills for many years that they have now after some years of therapy mm -hmm. but I see the way that they are now their ability to recognize when things are getting heated mm -hmm. and to be able to just say okay wait a minute I need a minute mm -hmm. and walk away and just collect their thoughts take some breaths work through whatever they're feeling and then come back once they're both able to calm down and have a more respectful conversation. I love that. I love that. I think this is such a core principle when it comes to like our individual practice and our like our external 
application of our emotional intelligence so yes emotional intelligence is an embodiment it's a natural state it's a way of living and then the actions and the communication becomes natural but yeah for individuals but for each individuals who are trying to translate it in all circumstances in all different realms we always have a threshold we always meet a new level and having these kind of practical skills can really help us better that bridge of like stretching it you know and yes yeah for and sure it, yeah and it is true like if you if you practice emotional atten- intelligence deeply and you really work with it then no matter what comes arise you'll be able to face it and become a very natural skill set but um for some people like who are very strategic and very in their masculine mind not to say anything's wrong with masculine energy but very much focusing on the doing sometimes you put that feminine emotional intelligence on the back burner and to bring that mm. back in it's really really important so i know you speak about masculine and feminine um how like if you can give some more words and how do you integrate it and how do you kind of weave it into your practice as well in your own words if it's not obvious enough for our audience yeah <laughs> well so first of all both are obviously equally important we all have a mix of both um and we need to honor the importance of both now for me i am dominantly feminine energy i am a woman through and through like everyone's mm-hmm. going to have a different mix and it's not about gender or anything like that but mm-hmm. for me i am a woman who has dominantly feminine energy and so that doesn't mean that i don't need my masculine energy but it means that um the focus of my life experience is going to be a lot about being a lot about pleasure a lot about feeling a lot of emotions mm-hmm. and with the masculine energy i need to create containers in my life to hold this feminine energy i my business like yes it is largely inspiration and expression and and fun and play and all of those feminine energy things mm-hmm. but without the masculine energy container of say for example like a podcast like you have mm-hmm. or um a facebook group or some sort of strategy like my i use my email list a lot so without some sort of strategy all of my feminine energy just kind of leaks out all over the place i like to use the analogy of a water bottle mm-hmm. um the the bottle itself is the masculine energy it's the strategy it's the container and then the water is the feminine energy like in order to have a drink of water you need to have a container and you need the water and without the container the water just bleh, goes all over the place and it doesn't get channeled into anything productive but without the feminine energy it's just a bottle <laughs> without the water it's just a bottle so it's about finding your unique blend and balance being balanced in your masculine and feminine energy doesn't mean 50/50 for me i would say it's probably more like 70/30 <laughs> in balance uh, in um in favor of feminine energy but i still i still spend my days or i still spend certain parts of my days like i have a schedule i have a google calendar that i adhere to i have discipline i have um structure and i i have integrity those are masculine energies i follow through if i say that i'm going to do something then i do it 
that's where our divine masculine energy within us needs to uphold the feminine energy. Like I'm mm-hmm. sitting here on this podcast and I'm just kind of streaming thoughts that, that come to me mm-hmm. and I'm laying back on my couch with a fuzzy blanket and it's super fun. Yeah. But without the masculine energy of the Google, the Google calendar to tell me when I get to be here on this podcast and, you know, without the structure or the, the initiation energy of me reaching out to you to, mm-hmm. to contact you about the podcast, mm-hmm. this wouldn't happen. Exactly. So we need both. So I think you're kind of tapping into my next piece that we're going to do before we close off on the interview or the podcast episode. Is, but how does, like, and I think you're like already tapping into it by talking about like the manifestation and the masculine energy and the action. But how would you, because I know initially we were talking about masculine and feminine energy and manifestation. So how would you describe that process in the way that you walk your clients through? Because I know you like we spoke about you primarily deal with like human to human relationships so mm-hmm. um how does manifestation tie into your energetic work and how would you say or how would you recommend the listeners to balance it through the masculine and feminine energy when they're working with manifestation itself mm. so first i mean you might have heard the saying or maybe your listeners listeners have heard the saying it's not about what you do it's about who you are when you do it Mm-hmm. So this for me really sums it up because there are things that I did years ago that I do now that did not have anywhere near the same impact as mm-hmm. when I do them now. So let me, let's take an example. It's not a business related example, I guess, but it's exercising. Mm-hmm. Now I exercise as an act of self-love. I exercise because I feel good when I do it. I feel good after I do it. And I'm not attached to the result. So it's it's really coming just purely from a place of, I love myself, so I do this. Mm. Whereas before, years ago, when I exercised, it was coming from a place of, I'm not good enough. I'm fat, so I have to exercise in order to be good enough. Yeah. And the result is completely different the experience of it is completely different now where Mm -hmm. you know the results the results are happening but it's much more sustainable because it's just I I could do this forever I plan to do it forever and it doesn't really matter if or when physical results happen because it's not really why I'm doing it I'm doing it as an act of self-love so in business let's say for you for your podcast if you're doing it with, you know, without the feminine energy, if you're doing, you're just doing it because there's a goal. Okay, I need to do this podcast in order to get people to buy from me, in order to get our results. Then you can see that there's not really going to be much connection created because it's just very, very focused on the results. That's very, very masculine energy. Whereas when you bring the feminine energy into it, it's how do I want to experience this? Who do I want to connect with? How can mm-hmm. I um, create an experience that I'm going to want to do regardless of whether, when the results happen, if they happen, but just that's going to feel really good. And what I've really found to be the key in my business is find what you can do consistently regardless mm-hmm. of the results. 
and then the results come. <laughs> and when you combine the masculine and feminine energy like that, where, yes, I'm technically doing something, but I'm doing something in a way that feels good, that I love the experience of it, that it nourishes my soul, that feels inspired. And then I can, I can do it for the long term and there's no pressure on the results. It's just expression, but in a structured enough way that it allows people to, to find me, to work with me. I love it. I love it. That's beautiful. I love the, the practice of the process and intention. And I speak about this a lot too. It's about when you're doing something, it's about the process and enjoying the process and walking through the whole experience itself and the intention of it and reframing that intention towards mm -hmm. those parts. And I think that's really powerful. It's never about the end goal. It's about how you become in that moment with it and that continuation of that journey. So yes. I'm so excited for people to tap into this information even more and really sit with it and get to know what the magic you said and the words that you spoke, because I feel like it's very pertinent to every part of their lives and every part of their, their being. So thank you for bringing this to the table, bringing this to the circle, bringing it to the podcast. I really, really appreciate it. I know yes. that, yeah, I know that you have some magical things happening in your world. So if you want to tell the audience all the juicy things happening on your end and where to connect with you, that'd be amazing. Ah, yes, I love it. Thank you so much. Um, so depending on the date that this is recorded, so I, I, I haven't set the date for my masterclass as of the date that we're recording this, but mm -hmm. I know that in April I will be doing a masterclass called Feminine Attraction. Um, mm -hmm. It's going to be a free masterclass, and so I can, I can give you the link to sign up for that. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be talking all about using your feminine energy, really bringing out your magnetism. And mm -hmm. It's going to be leading into my program that's called Fucking Easy. And yeah. this is one of my favorite programs to run because back in 2020, I was, yeah. um, I, I, I had a complete crash and burn in early 2020. I lost the roof over my head and everything. Oh. And a few months later, I was back on my feet. I was living in this gorgeous rental in this um, ski resort with a hot mm. tub and million dollar view and like, I just had this moment where I posted on Facebook, I wish I could create a program that's called fucking easy because that's how my life feels right now. And then <laughs> and you did it. <laughs> I had so many people were like, oh my God, you totally should. So I was like, yeah. okay, well, yeah, let's do it then. And so I've run the program two or three times so far. And I just, I love this. It, it's very filled with sexual innuendo because yeah. <laughs> why not? Isn't yes. that what life is all about? It is like one of the most lighthearted, fun programs that I have. And yeah. it is always such a blast to teach it because I do teach manifestation in this program a lot through the lens of sexual energy and a lot using sexual um, examples and analogies. Like I have a module in there that's called Life Lube. <laughs> and okay. So it's... I have such a blast teaching this program, but yeah. um, to get a feel for my world, you can definitely join the free masterclass and uh, that's going to be an amazing time as well. Well, I like the concept of life loop because it's lubricating and it's make it's like giving it, um, it's, it's taking away the pressure of life and making it juicy and, and silk and soft and, and making it smooth and easy to go with and flow. And then 
there's less traction and 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 resistance and stuff. So I yeah. I like the concept of it. Like it's really beautiful. Well, and life I, lube is like yeah, it, it's like finding the one or two maybe three things that just make yeah. everything else in life flow easier. Exactly. Like, it's yeah. you know it's not trying to overwhelm yourself with a million new habits, but like what is it that when you do this, literally everything else feels easier. <laughs> Yeah, and it's smooth and it's slippery and it's sensual and you can feel it and yes. you're like climaxing and your life is climaxing and then you're starting to feel the momentum. Definitely, I get it. And like sexual energy is so pertinent and so important when you're talking about feminine energy and plus the melding and the merging of masculine and feminine energy in life. And life mm-hmm. is supposed to feel sexy. It's supposed to feel bliss. It's supposed to feel like an orgasm 24-7. Like, yes. you know? <laughs> I totally agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I think that's really, really powerful. I'm really excited and I hope that people do tap into that free masterclass and join up for it's um, fucking easy. Is that what am I saying, right? It's fucking easy? Yeah. Fucking easy, I, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, fucking easy. I love it. So um, in addition to those things, where can they find you on Facebook and Instagram? Yeah, so I have a, a Facebook group called Magnetic Femininity. So feel free to uh, find me there. My Instagram presence is pretty much non-existent because I have just never liked Instagram. Mm. Um, however, I do have a TikTok, TikTok. that I am working on. So <laughs> Magnetic Femininity on TikTok, you can find me there. Amazing, amazing. It was so pleasurable and so much fun to have you, Chelsea. And I probably will ask you. I probably will ask you to come back, and we can talk some sexy talk more about the sexual energy as well, because that's lots, lots of fun as well. Totally down for it. (laughs) Totally down for it. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening in at the Wisdom Circle Manifesto Podcast. Women of Legacy. It was a pleasure to have you guys. If this is your first time listening, this was a juicy, fun, and interesting and dynamic conversation about masculine feminine energies as well as relationships, communication, and sexual energy a little bit. So if you want to connect more with the Wisdom Circle, the Wisdom School, you can connect us on Facebook, Ella Sophia Lazarus. Instagram is my favorite place, even though it's being underused. It is my favorite. It's going to become my favorite. So connect to me there at SWA Solution. And you can find me on my Facebook group as well as the High Performance Spirituality, the Wisdom Circle, the Wisdom School. I am so happy to share these amazing talks with you beautiful women and have amazing women come on. If you know a woman that wants to share her story on the podcast, let me know. If you have any questions, DM me, message me. Let me know what you thought about this episode. Send me a voice note so I know your thoughts. And if you have any other inquiries, you're more than welcome to send to email ella.sophia.lazarus.gmail.com. Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you, Chelsea, for being here. And I will chat with you guys later. Thank Bye. you for having me. You're welcome. Amazing, Chelsea. Thank you so much. That was awesome. So like I said, it's going to probably be the first week of April. And yeah, okay. I wish I went, I, I wish we went into the sexy talk earlier. It would have been fun to correlate the two. I think it's really important. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is, yeah, it's super fun. Um, yeah. yeah, well, I'll definitely definitely let me know so that I can share it out to my list and everything. Yeah, I'll definitely do that. I'll send you the details and stuff like that. I probably won't be able to give you the link ahead of time, but maybe I can give you an image and I can give you the date so you can let them know ahead of time. Like, watch out for this it's coming out. Or That's if you perfect. want to, yeah. Okay, yeah. so I'll do that. I'll do that maybe in a week or so. All right, gonna... sounds good. Thank you so yeah. much. You're welcome. I'm gonna let you go too because I got a call in about ten minutes. So yeah, I will chat to you. <laughs> okay, go. Bye. All right, bye.